Yo, what's goody? What's goody? We live. This episode, first episode of Bar City. You know what I mean? Bar City is my version of Rap City in the basement. You know what I mean? Where I speak to some of my favorite industry artists. And we, we talk about battle rap. We talk about music. We talk about the state of the culture. All that good stuff. Uh, Make sure you hit the likes on your way in. I got my man Mickey Fax with me. Let me bring him up. Yo, Mickey, what's good? Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What's good, y'all? Yo, what's good? How, before, how everything, man? How, how's the dad life? Dad life is crazy, man. It's good, man. You know, in order to do this interview, you know, I had to have my mans in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I used to, but my daughter's mother, man, she used to make me have to do the craziest stuff for me to complete my, my task. Like, all right, if you're going to do that, take them with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I you know, sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a little easy. Other times it's a little difficult, but right now, you know, I got him. He's he, he watching Baby first, so he'll be good for now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, okay. You, um, wait, first, you coming to Bullpen? Huh? You coming to Bullpen event next month? Uh, no, I won't be able to go. Uh, that day is uh, my wife's birthday. We'll probably be in uh, Florida. Um, so we probably won't be able to make it to that joint. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's gonna be a goodie. Hold on, real quick. Let me just tweet out the link and then, um, we good to go. Yeah, because I'm in Atlanta now, so all that stuff is happening down here. How was how it in Atlanta? Like, people don't wear no masks. I like, I'm going, I haven't been to Atlanta in a year, so I'm, 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 I'm going out there. It's like, you, it's like, it's like when you went out here last year, it's the same thing. I mean, people wear masks, but they only be wearing masks in certain places like Target or like Walmart. But like when you go to the gas station, nah, no, no mask, nobody got masks on. You go to the club, no mask on. You go to a uh, strip club, no mask on. It's just, it's just wild out here. You go to the mall, niggas is out running around yelling. It's just crazy. Everybody's shooting each other. Like what? What's? Cause I don't understand how did the killing go up. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's just typical. It's just typical shit, you know. Cats get in, 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 in into some issues in the club. They start shooting it up. Uh, I haven't been to Lennox Mall yet because I don't really be wearing too much crazy design like that. I just wear my, you know, I wear my Y3. They don't sell Y3 in, 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 in Lennox Mall, so there's no reason for me to go. But yeah. a lot of my homies go, you know what I'm saying, and they be stealing stuff out of cars. Sometimes they do shootouts in, in Lennox Mall, so I just, I stay away from it, period. You know what I mean? I only be going into to, you know, I go to like Williams Sonoma and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, I you know, I get I get my artistic vibe on Bed Bath and Beyond and 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 Crate and Barrel, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it ain't gonna be no other shit happening in those spots, you know what I'm saying? It'd be happening in Gucci and the Fendi and the Dior store. You know, so I ain't gonna lie, man. We definitely hitting them strip clubs. So I, I <laughs> I'm gonna have some lights on the back pocket. <laughs> Listen, I'm just lit. I mean, I haven't been. I've just been seeing stuff on Instagram, and the Instagram joints like baby in there with no mask, like baby in a strip club with no mask, and maybe having the ball, bro. Like, and I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing the clubs. But you know it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's All Star Weekend this weekend. Oh yeah, it is All Star. But yo, they doing All Star Weekend so weird. I don't I don't know what's like. They doing everything in one day. 
I think so, man. But you know, it's everybody gonna be flying in on Wednesday. But you know, I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't go out yet. I'm waiting until, I'm waiting until everything is icy before I step outside and show my face around here. So I just kind of been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so so you you kind of have this reputation for being a battle rap historian. Like you, they, it, it's been stick. It's like that's your that's your reputation right there. You're a historian, so I definitely. I want to, you know, I want to dive into, you know, deep in your mind, pause, whatever, everybody. I know somebody going to pause that, but, um, and just find out about the, you know, how do you feel about just the current state of battle rap with just a small room, no crowd, people paying attention to lyrics? How do you feel about that? I mean, I think it's cool. I I, I think it, it was a needed and necessary change from what we were seeing, you know, for a long time. A lot of it was based around, you know, big stage events because they had to get their return ROI. So, you know, in order to, you know, kind of shift the thought process, I think caffeine coming in and delegating everything to a specific era of small room, no crowd, you know, enables people to really step their writing up um, and get creative in terms of marketing, which I really and truly appreciate. Uh, but now at this point, I feel like we need a balance. and. I think, you know, ARP is going to bring that balance. I don't think it's going to be URL for a while now, especially from what I'm hearing, how they move in with caffeine. Caffeine ain't, ain't having it. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait. What you mean? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you, said you think RBE is going to be a while now? What you, what you mean? I think RBE is going to be the large crowd. Oh, the large crowd. Yeah. They're going to be the large crowd uh, place to go to, you know what I'm saying, if you want to see that style of uh, the culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to see it on URL for a long time because they're very strict on how they move. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Kat, we, we can talk about the URL. RBE, and they just dropped a, another battle, O-Red and uh, Chubby Jag. What, what's, how you feel? Well, how you feel about that so far, O-Red and Chubby Jag? I mean, I think that's a that's an interesting match, man. Like, Jag and, and Red, I mean, I, Jag is getting better and better, you know, and Red, I think Red, I think it's, I see a lot of people saying, oh, Red going to watch him, Red coming off some bad showings, so I don't know if, I don't know if it's going to be that clean cut or clear cut as a lot of people think it's going to be, uh, so for me, I, uh, I think it's going to be a good match, we're going, we're going to see what happens though, you know, like I, I, I personally, I think Jag could pull it off. I, I really think Jack against O Red. Yeah, I do. That's a tough one. I ain't gonna lie. O Red, when O Red is motivated, that's a tough person to beat. But it's that's the that's the thing. Is he motivated? Right? Like, is he is he motivated? Answer that's a good that. question. We don't that, we don't we don't really ahead. know. We don't we don't really know. I don't really know. I can't. You can't answer that question. I can't answer that question. I don't really know. So at this point, it's to the point where it's like, how do we gauge where O Red is at? You know, he had a he had a pretty good showing against A Ward, right? I thought that A Ward situation was a good look. I think I think he didn't get a lot of credit for the A Ward one, but I think the A Ward battle he was he was good in the A Ward battle. Yeah, A Ward was top top notch. I, I edged it to A Ward two one, and he lost bad to Danger Zone. You know, yeah, so that, like, that's the one. So it's like, that, that, yeah, 
you know, if, if, if you know, people like to base things off of last showings a lot, but then when it comes to their favorites and somebody that they don't like, all of a sudden the last showings is out the window. It's out the window. It's like, but that don't make no sense. So if we basing it off last showings, I gotta go with Jag. Okay, Jag last battle was against Math, which and forty cow and forty cow. Yeah, but I mean, it's just but old red is old red man. Like old red could jump in that bag any day of the week and and embody you. But you're not you're not taking into you're not taking into account that we don't know if he's gonna jump into that bag. It's the same thought process. When these guys be talking about twerk, I don't know what twerk is gonna do. I don't believe that he's that he's fully gonna have three rounds all the time. I can't I can't base my predictions on that. As great as he is, the people still have this false sense of hope. I don't base my stuff on hope. I base my stuff my stuff on statistics. And statistically speaking, currently, I'm not sure if O'Reilly can clearly beat Jag. I'm not sure. Wait, 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 wait. I can't let you get. Old Red Kid. Nah, I don't know, man. Uh, even though Old Red, his last showings, Old Red is always consistent on RBE. To me, he always shows up on RBE. Uh, yeah. So he, he, let's see who, let's see who he took on RBE. So he beat Oops and the judge joined on Oops. On the judge joined on Oops. On the judge joined on RBE. Yeah. Who else did he face on Hold RBE? On, I'm, I'm pulling up his, uh, his verse tracker, right? I, I think I think he faced Rosenberg on there. I think I thought he beat no 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 no. He he that was Block City. He faced Hold on, I'm what we gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna get this resume right now. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. My I got I, you know what I'm saying I updated the show internet. Off. He beat show off, he beat show off. So he he faced Chef Trash. Um we not counting the um I'm I'm not counting the quarantine battle. Uh old red he he faced Shuni. He faced Jay Murder. Beat Jay Murder. Yeah, he 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 went crazy on Jay Murder. Big K. That one was a close one. That was that was a crazy battle. That was very close. Um, show off. He beat show off. Oops. Beat oops. Um, shit. I mean, that's that's his RBE run right there. J oops. Jay Murder. Um. What is that? Oops, Jay Murder, Show Off, Shuni, Swave, Chef Trez, and Award. Yeah, so he's if that's seven battles, I think he's like five and two on that. If you don't count the if you don't count Swave, then he's like he's he's like four and two. Which is still good. That's still a good record to have. I I thought I thought Award and Big and Big K might have pulled it off. They might have edged it a little bit. Yeah, I um the big the A Ward I de I definitely had A Ward winning um winning that one. That's a debatable, but I de A Ward definitely yeah. A Ward definitely won that one. Um, Absolutely. I'm trying to think this the uh, the big K I had big K. That's a battle I go back and forth with. That was a very close one. That was super close. Yeah, yeah I, think I, I, I think I go ahead. He, I th I th I thought I edited the K. You know what I mean? Um. And obviously the the oops was judged. Uh, he beat Chef. He beat uh he beat he kinda went crazy on Trez, actually. Yeah, he went uh, berserk on Trez. <laughs> he went crazy, he went crazy on Trez. On, he went crazy on Jay Murder. And he went, you know, he kinda went, you know, he was Shuni, so he didn't, you know, he beat Shuni. So like, you know, when he's going up against somebody that's pretty talented, it can get it can get a little different. So I feel like 
I feel like with Jag, you know, it, it could get a little, it could get a little shaky, man. So for me personally, you know, I think, I think Jag could pull it off. I wouldn't be surprised that Red winning no two one, but I, I think I got Jag taking that. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, uh, uh, I don't, I don't think some Jag has faced somebody like Old Red yet. Like I feel like Old Red, his penmanship, the way he bred, he hasn't faced nobody like that yet. Now he he faced faced forty cal. And then I mean math, math, I, math is. Uh, I don't really think math is a pen pen guy per se. So I, I think already is this. This is the first time he's actually getting a taste of somebody that can rap and and go to them different element places and all of that. If he does, <laughs> that uh, yeah, that's what. What you think about um? All right, so uh, so you saying you got Chubby Jag on that one two one? I think it's gonna be two one either way. I'm not gonna just go out and out the way and say it's gonna be a jag two one or a red two one. It it really it all depends on what red show up. Like if red come around playing, he could literally lose and everybody will be sad. What do you let me ask you a question? What do you think about like the the rollout of of like how he's like revealing the battles versus like a URL where they just drop the whole card? Like, do you think that? Rollout is still effective in this era with we getting stuff like this ever, rapidly. Everybody know the cards. The battle is telling everybody the cards. What, what do you? How you feel about the rollout? I think both rollouts work for both companies right now. URL are doing two, three events a month. You know, I think they have to kind of. It's no, it's no such thing as just holding on to a to a card anymore. Just let it, just let it fly. You know, what I'm saying I think they over it. They're dealing with a bigger company that has to, you know, deal with marketing and promotions. Just let it fly, man. I, I, I see nothing wrong with what they're doing over there at URL. I still like, you know, the, the, the little breakdown of what RBE does, too, though. I think RBE, they're doing it, like, you know, the old way, which is good still, too. You know, and they still got some crazy matchups on that giant. I was supposed to be on that card, too. Who? You supposed to be who? Uh, man, did the person that you supposed to battle and get announced yet, or are they, are they on the card? If, if not, you you kind of hint to who it was. Yeah, the person that I was supposed to take on the card is not on the card, at least from from what I understand, he's not on the card. Uh, you know, and uh, we were trying to make something else happen, but it didn't happen. Um, so you know, it just didn't happen. So it, I mean, it might we might see me in like September. We might see me next year. I don't know, but we definitely tried to make it happen for this. We definitely did. I would have been. This would have been my first time working on like six weeks prep. Um. Damn. What was it? Was it like a quote? Was it the top tier? Was it a new guy mid 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 tier? What? Come on, legend. Man. It would have it's, it's it would have been like a it's like he's a legend he's a legend he's a legend he's a legend slash Mount Rushmore candidate. I know uh, Mount Rushmore candidate slash yeah. Yeah. Damn. He was, he was one of the ones. He, he he was one of the ones, but you know he uh he took like I think he took like four or five days to think about it. Then he said, Nah, I don't want to do it. So it didn't go down. He probably seen your battle with uh with daylight. <laughs> you know, I don't know what he saw, but you know, he was like, nah. You know, so respect for that person. He know if he sees this, he'll know who it is. Everybody saying iron, they saying iron Solomon. That's what everybody saying. Iron? I see two people iron. I see one clips. They saying clips too. 
I, I don't see. I don't think you would take. I don't think you would battle clips, man. I think you would go after like, like Pacific, like pen guys. And this, I, I think Iron. Yo, you versus Iron would be crazy. Yeah, I, that would that would be a dope. That would be a dope match. It would be. Shit, that'd be crazy. They said hollow. Yeah, that's funny. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> that's who it was. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you would have bodied Hollow, man. Niggas be I, lying about Hollow, man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say it was Hollow. I didn't say, I didn't say anything, man. I'm just Yo, let me got my Drizzy in here. Drizzy, what's good? What's, what's up, my brothers? What's up, Yo, Drizzy? we How just came, right, we slow walking into the car. We were just talking about the old red, um, old yeah, red. I was listening. Yeah, what I was you, listening. Okay, uh, let, let's get to the shits, man. Chicken Gang. How y'all feeling about casting and returning? Chicken Gang is back. Cass is, don't make that face, Mickey. Don't make that face. Don't make that face. Chicken Gang is back, man. The energy. Shout out to the real battle rap community. We back, man. The energy is back. Mickey, what's up? Okay. <laughs> Yo, I can't even take, bro, I can't take Cass any announcement serious, son. Like, why? Are y'all asking me? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say why, but I'm gonna ask you first. I think I think Cass returning is always a beautiful thing. I think Cass returning is is always an amazing thing. Um, it helps and boosts the economy and the culture. Um, it boosts the and it boosts up the energy in the culture. And then you know, I think people are too hard on Cass, man. If you go into this, if you go into the match expecting what you're supposed to expect, you will have a good time watching the battle. Like I, I don't I don't see why people, you know, overhype what they what they should expect from him. With that being said, I got hitman winning. I mean that that's obvious. I, I was gonna ask you who you had winning. I, I know he got I know everybody got winning. That's my guy. It's because Cassidy his 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 talk game is just amazing. Like he he know how to sell a fight, and he sells the fight so good that you start believing this nigga has a chance of winning. Yeah, I don't, I don't listen. I don't he <laughs> listen, bro, y'all. Like, but all right, in this type of damn, it's gonna be a crowd. Thing. I would say, yo, in one of these COVID URL rooms, he might be okay with no crowd. Like no crowd, he might be okay. But with a crowd, is Hitman, uh, I don't see it, bro. What a crowd! You battling the nigga that's like the number one crowd guy. I don't, I don't. In the first, really technically crowd, second crowd since the bullpen is. But Mickey, let's be real. Has anybody was anybody really good against him yet? Uh, like, I like let's I really think... talk about the people who do this every day. Is anybody really punishing this man? I don't feel like he's been punished yet. I, I thought I thought uh, I thought Goods did really good against him. I didn't like okay. what Arsenal. I didn't really like what Arsenal did. Um, I, didn't I didn't like. like I didn't like. I didn't like what Disaster did either. Um, right. But I do believe that this is this is. I do believe that, man. It's hard for me to say it, but I think I think, I think this is going to be rough, man. I ain't going to hold you. And I and 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 the thing about it is. You know, Cass don't want no help. He don't want no assistance. He don't want no. He don't want nobody telling him what to do. 
he's hmm. stuck in his ways, man. And I think I think pride comes before the fall, man. And I think this is gonna be I think this is gonna be pretty bad, man. He's wait, he still doesn't want help after <laughs> what? Yo, I think this is gonna be bad, yo. I really, I really, I like to me. This is gonna be. I feel like we. I feel like as a as a culture and a community, so to speak, I feel like this is gonna be like a cannabis disaster kind of situation. Damn, that's Don't really how I feel. This is really how I feel, and and you know, I I I think, and and it's only because he's not he's not listening, B. He's just not listening. He's just not listening, man. He doesn't, he doesn't, there's nothing. He just doesn't, he just doesn't want to take nobody's advice. And I feel like, you know, that's, that's a lot of pride. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of pride mm -hmm. because of what he's accomplished and done in his life. Like when you, when you do what he's done on that magnitude and then quote unquote, you step in, you step back into a, an arena where you were so incredible at before there were cameras around so you in his mind it's like this is like riding a bike but it's this is it's not a bicycle anymore this these, right. are, these are electric cars and he doesn't he doesn't care he, he really literally and legitimately doesn't care so with that being said i think us as a culture should know what we're going into i think mm -hmm. we should enjoy the, the build-up everybody who has channels they need to promote it and, and receive the economy boost that you're going to get enjoy the face off and enjoy what we know is going to potentially happen just enjoy it like i don't i don't think people should i don't think people should hold and, and call cash trash just just enjoy what you, what you in your mind already think and know is going to happen yeah. Hey Mickey, I, I saw a tweet you had. You said earlier, and I agree with it. Why? But why is it that? Why do people say Hitman doesn't have bars? People say that because we're in the pen era, and everything has to be a punch. I, I've been saying this for the past four years. Yeah, like, these fans are—they are drug addicts. The punchline. I would have never thought we would get to this point where people are just addicted to punchlines. They you are. You don't think addicted. it's always been like that? No, no. There was a time when conceited was not liked. I think people forget about this, this that era, where you had to be, you had to be tough. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There was a time when you know M City was one of the best pens. You know what I'm saying? But it was like so. Nobody cares about punches. They just wanted to know how tough you was. Right. And now it's, it's we we are far from. If you watch Summer Madness one, it wasn't about. Who had the more? Who had the most bars? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like it was about how authentic you were. Right. And after, after that, it just kind of shifted, and everybody has punch. Like, look at any old Suge battle. Where, where, where are the punches in the Suge battle? You look at the right. Suge battle now. He punching every two, every three bars. Even Tay Rock is like, he's, yeah, Tay Rock is his writing kind of changed a little bit. A lot. Yeah. This this culture this particular era they are obsessed with punchline obsessed there was a tweet that b dot said to me he was like in 2016 2017 2018 he was like y'all think mickey could beat me with, with metaphors and punches and now b dot is doing punches 
Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. He switched up his style a lot. So did T Top. T Top was yeah. all about drugs and it's either you're gonna be a puncher, it's either gonna be a puncher or you're gonna be an angler. Which one are you gonna be? Most people take the punch route. But the, the, does the punching I feel like the, the I feel like the punching doesn't have longevity. I feel it like doesn't. it doesn't. It, it, okay, okay. I'm not all wait, 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 wait. But how can y'all say that when when the history shows the puncher, it's always a puncher that like rises up. Like because yeah, like yeah, and they always fall fast too. But they stay like, around relevant. Like Big K can always get a battle. B Magic can always get a battle. B Magic has been losing for five years straight. And he's able to get he can get a battle. I feel like the punches he's a he's a he's a stepping stone for guys on the come up. We we know what he is. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> I but, like but B, I, I, go ahead, Mick. I feel like B Magic is more of a legacy guy. He said his legacy run. So he's on his he's on his farewell, farewell tour. Mm-hmm. And you know, guys, a lot of fan a lot of the fans still want to see him thinking that he'll come back to normal. I saw him do, he got paid to do a tech battle recently. And he wrote like four, four to six lines. So we already know what his mindset is when it comes to <laughs> <he's like, "I'm laughs> Listen, man, I'm in tune with everything. I'm in tune with everything. <laughs> I see everything. I see everything, D. I see everything. He said he got paid to do a text battle. Listen, four to six lines. I swear on my son. He had like eight lines. I was looking at it, I, I I got paid to judge it. I'm like, what am I judging? Like, this is just hard. Like, wait, I'm wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Y'all had a text battle. Not he me. Started... Wait, who? Wait, did his did his, did, his, did his opponent show up with more than eight lines? Yo, his opponent had like 32 lines. Nah, be magic out of pocket, son. He did not do, <laughs> yo, he did not do that, text, my nigga. Text, in a text battle, bro. In a text battle, Polo. That, like, it's crazy. The streets is really bad out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so, oh, man, yo, can you imagine? Go ahead. So when I think when we speak on punches and you speak on somebody like Big K, like he tailors his punches for his opponent as opposed to somebody like, like a nitty, right? Who I think is probably the best puncher out right now. He's so complex, right? But it's not, it's just great bars, right? Like if he faces someone who, um, when he, <laughs> Jay Black, when this he faces Jay somebody. <laughs> yo, Jay, yo, what up, yo, Black? Yo, Black, I'm going to link you. I'm going I'm to link you to it, Black, when we get off this. But when you look at somebody like Nitty, right? Like I, I enjoy Nitty. I think he's great. But when he faces somebody who has angles, it it turns out to be a tough kind of situation, right? Like, and I think in the, in the next five or seven years, there's gonna be somebody that's better than what Nitty's doing. Because at one point, we thought nobody could do better than what Khan was doing. Yeah, and nobody could. Then we was like, nah, we gotta be magic. And then we was like, nah, nobody could. Then I, be magic I feel doing. like in battles, when the battler goes against the guy who takes the good angle, when the when the puncher goes against the guy who takes the right angle and knows how to execute, they always lose. Yeah, the who the the the, 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 puncher? the puncher. Yeah, yeah, the puncher always loses. Yeah, and especially because... over the test of time, you know, like that's a good point. That's a really good point. But you know, but the fans love. 
instant gratification. Hmm. It's, 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 it's like it's like paying it's like paying for a prostitute, man. Instant gratification. They don't want to put no work in. They don't want to take on a date. None of that. None of that. And Mickey, but, you know, Nitty's great at what he does. Though. I don't want nobody taking my words out of context. That man right. is exceptional at what he does. He is the highest top tier level, top shelf level of punching. So. Yeah, I've never in my life heard punching like Rum Nitty. I yeah. like the way he layers and it just, it just I never heard punching like that. But we're just we're gonna hear somebody that's even crazier than that in like five, seven years. I promise you, it always this always happens. Like it, mm -hmm. he is not he's he won't be the pinnacle. It's always gonna be someone who advances the sense of this culture. So. And Mickey, I've seen you say um if cameras were around back in the day, Rex would be viewed as the go. Yes, absolutely. Was he was he the night like he was really the nightmare running around Harlem destroying everybody? Everybody, everybody. The niggas was scared of Rex. Everybody was scared of Rex. Nobody wanted no parts of this man. And at that time, you know, he was when we was all running around. You gotta remember, like Rex. First of all, Rex was born in '85. I know a lot of people be like, "Yo, how old is this nigga?" He was born in '85. So when we was running around, so he young. 2000, 2001, 2002, he was 15, 16, 17 years old, smoking niggas, smoking niggas. Man. So when, we, mm -hmm. when I seen him against Ancasa, he was like 19 years old. He had all, he was already the king of Harlem by the time he battled Ancasa. He was the king. Mm -hmm. He was literally mm -hmm. the king by the time he battled Ancasa. Like people thought it was Mook. It was Mook. It was let, Rex. Let, let's stay in Harlem for a bit. Now, Loaded Lux, he you know he's kind of getting criticism for for the way he uh he makes people you know run around the block, jump out the window, whatever to battle him. Uh, how do you feel? What do you feel about that in this state of the culture right now? I think uh, I mean I think I think a lot of this came from the Calico battle, and I think he's I think he's trying to relive that moment, you know. And I, I don't I don't know if. I don't know if we're gonna get that, and I don't know if he's gonna achieve that. Now he's put in a position where he has to he has to step outside because more and more people are seeing that they feel that they can take him on and and defeat him, and he's gonna have to, you know, he's gonna have to tap into another bag to to step outside and 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 prove that yo, I'm still really great at what I do. It just I personally feel he writes to his competition. And I made that tweet. I made that tweet. I think it was like maybe last week or something like that. And people were like, yo, you bugging out. But people don't understand why I made that tweet. I had texted a couple people behind the scenes when he put out his project with Cam Bada. Because mm -hmm. I know how nice Cam Bada is. Cam Bada is ultra nice. So, see, you know, niggas be like, yo, this nigga's nice. And then niggas. Nice niggas, no nice niggas. Yeah. Right. And he, but there's a difference. It's like, okay, that nigga's nice. Okay, that nigga's super nice. Okay, that, that nigga's ultra nice. Cambada's in the ultra nice category. Okay. And in my mind, I'm like, if Lux is rapping with this man, Cambada, that means he has to he has to be in a specific mindset and headspace. And Grey Hoodie Lux is all throughout that project. The whole project. Hmm. Grey Hoodie Lux. The whole project. The nigga is rapping how the culture wants him to rap. And I sent it to I sent it to Chilla. I sent it to Daylight, and they both was like, "All right, now this nigga is scary." 
but he don't do it in battles. And I'm like, because ain't no reason to. Like he's battling guys that don't warrant this kind of rap. He if he if he came how he came against Arsenal Clips, Mook, Surf with Cambada, it would have been a complete complete wash. It would it would have been like wise lux on this project when this man is ODing on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I, I encourage and I implore everybody to listen to it to see what I'm talking about because what's the name of the project? The name of the project is called Manifest Destiny. Now Manifest. it's not on it's not on iTunes or anything. You gotta go on Cam Bada's website to listen to it. He's charging twenty dollars to, to download it, but you can just stream it. And that's really all you guys need to do is just stream it real quick, listen to it, just to see his thought process. And I would suggest going to the last verse first, last song first, Alpha and Omega. That's literally loaded lux in his gray hoodie format. Like, and it is, it's downright scary. Mickey, do you think the, due to the success and the reaction he got from the Calico battle with the, the preaching and, and really, you know, holding the mirror up and showing you, you, do you feel like, you know, it was big in the moment. Obviously, it was big in the moment. Do you think it's kind of been a hindrance hindrance down the line? Like him feeling like he has to continue to stay in that type of format for every battle? I don't know if he's trying to stay in that format. I think he's trying to stay in that that mindset that he has to shake the world up again. Do you think mm-hmm. about it like at that time when he did it, nothing like that had ever, ever happened in the culture. So, you know, Jay-Z tweeted him. He's He, he took a picture of every every person in the industry ever. He was on <laughs> Howard Stern, bro. He was on Howard Stern. That's he crazy. was on Howard Stern. He was on Mac Miller's album, Rest in Peace. He, uh, you know, he could have went on tour with, with Method Man and Red Man. Like, that was a that was his time to kind of shine. And when, when all of that kind of dwindled down, he was like, all right, I need to do this again. And he did it with Hollow, with the Black Panther kind of situation. And even in his third round, he was trying to talk to Jay-Z because He's like, I gotta recreate this. That's one that that his third for Hollow is probably my favorite round since he's been back. He went crazy. I love that round. Love that round. Yeah, no, I love. He was crazy in the whole battle, but then Mm -hmm. he kept trying to do it. Money making Mitch. Then he he came back against Clips. You know, trying to have the crazy third round with the paperwork. Then he came back against Arsenal. It's Mr. Miyagi. Then he came, you know, and then when he did with Surf, he was tried. He tried to be Great Hoodie Lux, but that wasn't really. I don't know what that was. I don't, you know, that was just him rhyming. What do you rate that? The surf, the surf lux, like just, just writing um the metaphors, the wordplay. Just where do you rank that lux? I rank that like out of all his performances. Mm-hmm. Smack. Yeah, everything. Just everything. We we can rank. Let's let's rank his performances. Actually, I, I like that. Um, I would say his hollow performance is his best performance ever. Yeah. And, and then after the hollow performance, his Miles performance is the second best performance he's ever done. Um, then then the calico, then the calico situation, then the surf situation. Then after the surf, I would have to put I would have to put You feel like he was better versus surf than than uh verb? Yeah, he was better versus Surf than he was versus Verb. Okay, okay. What about Clips? I would have, I would have the, uh, um, 
So I would have the verb one after that one, then the clips, then then the mook, first one mook. He choked three times in that move one. I can't. Yeah, he lost that. I, 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 I don't even. I don't. It was even a great battle that. though, but he choked a lot in that first. I would actually have one hundred six and Pac Lux like top five Luxes that we've seen too. I think people people underrate that those performances from him. He has some incredible material against his opponents on one hundred six and Park. So I would was put that, that top was five. That real or was that stage? One of like. Like was that the was actual real. battling on? Because you know a lot of stuff on reality TV. Like found out later, was staged and fake and all that. Was, nah, was that, that was real? That was real. That was real. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Mickey, but, Mickey, when you when you came back, um, to battle rap, you know, you 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 smoked daylight, king of the dot. I don't know what he was doing, but then you you came back. Uh, oh, you had Danger Zone. You had Daylight. Then you you took uh, DNA in the Smack Volume. But you walked into an ambush. <laughs> we are, you walked into an ambush. It is what it is. We know we we it's a few people that are walking into some ambushes and survived though. So you know it is what it is. But what is what are some of the, the challenges that you didn't see you know as you preparing to get back in the ring and then when you get in there, like oh I, I wasn't really thinking about that, you know. I wasn't thinking that it was gonna be. I was gonna be ambushed like that. That was a. That was a completely different ambushing, and you know, for the people who, who don't really follow the culture, and they just see it, it just looks like I got massacred. Like, I can understand that. Like, I can't even be mad anymore at somebody saying, "I got three old." Like, it's because it looks like that. It, it really does. Like, he's 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 saying anything. Like one of his lines wasn't even a punchline, and niggas was going crazy. And I was just like, "Wow, this is this is really real. That's happening right now, right?" So like, you got some, you got got some premium ninety three NWX gas in that. That That room was crazy, yo. Yo, Sean started out versus Geechee. He said, "Arm up on champ like Rocky on the old steps," and they were. I was like, he ain't even rhyme yet. Like, let him like. He wasn't even rapping for six seconds yet. I was like, yo, this is crazy. This I, got is- a, I got done dirty that night, man. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, when you rewatch it and you just listen and you, and even when I'm rhyming and I hit, whenever my shit hit, you hear them niggas on his side like, <laughs> they trying their best, they trying their best not to react. But it's, yeah. if, you, if, if you really look closely, some of the stuff I was saying, even Hollow was on his side was like, you can see it but they didn't want to give me that love um and you know that was a learning experience for me it's like i i gotta bring 10 15 niggas that's just gonna go crazy (laughs) with me everywhere i go but i do think it's a close match i do think if people say he won two one i won't be mad at it i won't argue it but i do feel like i took that battle i i I feel like i took it two one like i do like I, i really do and i think more people are starting to because his stuff is starting to age a little differently, especially with the head situation that's happening with URL. People starting to come back to my round. He's starting to hit me and like, yo, wait a second. When you started talking about ice, DNA picks up his water. He looks nervous. The people in the back, they looking nervous. Every It's not looking the same how it did back then. He's not talking about the young ill situation. What's going Like people are starting to come around a little bit differently, you know, as, the, as time goes on. And my rounds get better because I layer it. I'm layering, layering, layering. So they're starting to peel back the layers. Like, wait a second, this might be a different situation. But you know, mm-hmm. shout out to DNA. I brought the best out of him. 
What, what do you – oh, wait, hold on. First, everybody everybody in here, thanks 320-plus. Please hit the likes. That really helps the channel grow. Hit the likes. Um, we, what, what do you think about this new DNA, the quote-unquote Gary style, man? What do you think about the new DNA? Yeah, that's that's based off what, what happened with me and him. He said that in the interview that me and him had. He was – you know, I DM'd him in 2011 and said, yo, you need to stop rapping about guns. You need to just be yourself. And he said when he battled me that that's what he needed to do. And he's been doing that ever since. So I, I like it. I enjoy it. I think this is this is who he is naturally. So I think this is what he should have been doing. He would be he would probably be ranked higher on the list in terms of what people should rank him if he would have just been himself a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. I enjoy it. Mickey, uh, I, I think I, I'm ask you this on Twitter, but I want to ask you now. Um, it hurts me like being a, a damn near a stand, um, being from the Midwest, being around when that whole movement was was jumping off. What is going on? Why is Averb rapping the way he's rapping in battles now? Is it like I, it, now, now this is the thing. Verb is not what for me. Verb is the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Rex my favorite battler ever, but Verb is the GOAT. I think he beat Lux, Mook, Hollow, Arts. I think he beat all of them. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like the way he's been rapping the last three, four battles is just kind of like, I don't, nothing. Like, I can't tell you really nothing he said in the last three battles. Like, he's not, he's not, I feel like he's not battling anymore. He's just like rapping, he rapping and, and getting out of there. Like, why is he, why is he rapping like this? I mean, some people, I feel like Verb as a person is changing. And I think when you change as a person, you know, your lyrics change as well. And I think that's what's happening in the Verb. I don't, I, I just don't think that he's in battle rapper mode anymore. Like he's, he's focused on music. He's focused on movies. He's focused on taking care of his family. He's focused on this dialogue between male and female. And I think that's where his focus is at. And I don't, I'm not sure if he can tap back into the person that we, that we have grown accustomed to loving. And I think, mm -hmm. I think that's okay. Right. Like I don't, I think I've changed. I've personally changed in terms of how I critique MCs and, and, and whatnot. Right. Cause before I'd be like, yo, I'm not feeling this. This shit is trash. But I have to look at him as a person and what he's probably going through in terms of experiences. Like I haven't, like I'm getting ready to release a project that's strictly talking about financial literacy. And that's fine. Long, yeah, that, long, that uh, freestyle fine. on Fun Flex is underrated too, man. I appreciate that. I'm I'm about to do a whole radio gauntlet doing stuff like that, right? The thing can can uh, black like, can Black Covers Underground be a part of that gauntlet, please, oh. sir? Please, yes. sir. That's all we ask. Potentially, potentially. Yeah, I'm gonna have the camera with me in Atlanta, man. Here y'all go, man. Here y'all go. <laughs> I let one of them jump. I, I let. I, I wrote something for y'all, and I think I let it go on. I forgot where I let that thing go off. But wherever I let it go off, I think I let it go off on high on life. And when I let it go, when I let that thing off a high light, that joint that joint went up. It's at like four hundred thousand views right now on Facebook. Yeah, you know I know. Saying? COVID happened. We you, Driz, we had a whole joint. Yeah, we had it set up. Set up. Man, COVID, COVID. boom. Yeah, I was gonna give you. I was gonna give you like I think like fifty or sixty. I had it. I had it ready. 
But COVID hit, mm-hmm. and we were, and my baby was just born, so it was a little rough. Yeah, everything happened for a reason. Let me ask but, you a question, right? You, you, you beat daylight, like clear. I don't think nobody's debating that. Do you right. feel like now that daylight, you know, he beat Tay Rock, and he's like put up here? Do you feel like you know what I mean? Like people should go back and check out y'all battle. You feel like you should get more credit for beating daylight? I mean, I think, I think I should, but you know, people are not gonna give me that. They're not gonna give me that. These niggas don't like me. Dude. They don't. They don't like to see me happy. They don't like to see me right when it comes to me being in the ring. So, it's what's interesting is, um, let's answer this. This new style, save verb career. He was damn near dead until he switched up around the B dot battle. Yeah, I can agree with it a little bit. Um, but yeah. So back to your back to you, back to what you were saying, right? Yeah. Like, in terms of. In terms of uh, the daylight situation, people people said to me um, when I when when I battled Danger Zone, they were saying, "Yo, Danger ended off his round so crazy, so Danger Zone won." Not even mm-hmm. counting what I had did in the whole battle, they said because he ended his round crazy that he won. But he started off really. It was, y'all did the opposites. Right. He started so, quick. He started slow. Right. I and then. Right, and then we I ended slow, and he mm-hmm. ended ended hard. So yeah. it really should be debatable and even, but they don't want to give me that. They just automatically give it to him. When I faced daylight, he didn't try. If he would have tried, he would have killed me. So they don't even give that to me, right? And Just then crazy. I end I end the battle DNA with the best bar of the battle, and they don't want to give me. They don't want to. They don't want to use the same rules that they had with danger for me. That I, what I did with DNA, they just don't fuck with me. It's me. It has nothing to do with day. It has nothing to do with DNA. It has nothing to do with danger. It's 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 me. So it's like it does. I don't think people would really care. They just they saw what they saw with Rock, and they say, well, if they if he would have did that with with Nick, Nick would have died. And I don't personally agree or believe that. Wait, I feel wait, like wait, Daylight wait. was trying to try against you. I just feel like after round one, he knew he wasn't going to win. That's what I feel like. He tried the first round, he was trying, but after that round, he realized he wasn't going to win. He just he just started tanking. Wait, wait, hold up. You 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 think that the Daylight that went against Tay Rock, you you feel like that? You 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 really feel like you know you you could fuck with that day that Daylight? Respectfully, that that's a scary Daylight. That don't that you don't think that that he'll make you go upstairs for that one? No, why would I have to go to this rest? Damn. We helped we help create. I helped create that. Why would I have to go to something that helped create? Like I don't, I don't get it. Like if y'all watch any, and that's not a shot at him because we both help each other, you know, elevate in terms of lyricism. But when you watch, when you watch Day when he battled Philly Swain and when he battled. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 whoever else back in, in Rich Dollars and all, it was strictly one setup bar, one punchline. He he met me. He started doing all the layering, and then I introduced him to Lupe, and we started layering even more. And we was text battling every day. He would take those text text rhymes and and use them against other MCs. Like so that what he did to Rock, we were doing that every day. <laughs> we literally were doing that every day. And most of the times I would win. So when you watch any of his stuff, any of his older interviews on his channel, you'd be like, yo, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for Mickey Fax. Like, that's just, so him going upstairs, 
we were already there. We were already up. We were waiting for him to get on the elevator to meet us up there. He was already there. We were already doing what he was doing up there. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not, that ain't nothing new. That's that's just what Daylight does now. Like, But we've been doing stuff like that. That's not, not scary at all. Hey, Mickey, um, you, you being somebody who was very involved, heavily involved with a lot of the um, early classes at URL, uh, bringing in the talent, um, and scouting and everything like that. What do you think about this new class, the talent, the energy? You know what I mean, they got diss tracks going. What do you think about this class? I love this class. This class is shaping up. This class is shaping up to be the best class ever. They mm. they, they are really shaping up to be the best Whoa. class ever. Wait, the really? best PG? Okay. They got the this energy? Is, this I think this is the last class that Norm's found, too. I think this is the last class that Norbs found. Norbs told me about Real Sick two years ago. And he he kept saying Real Sick is gonna be a star. I think I think P found Kid Chaos, if I'm not mistaken. And I think Norbs had easy for like three years. Like Norbs had these guys for a long time. We, we, and and these guys are showing improvement. He found Jada Nightwing. Jada Nightwing, I think it's a 2015, 2016 PG class kid. Maybe 2017. Mm-hmm. These, you know, and they're just now coming into the their own now, and I, I think these guys are probably going to be they're the second best right now, without a shadow of a doubt. Like they're the second best class currently right now. The first best class to you? To me, the first best class is probably the first class. The first class is is probably the, the best class, and the second class is maybe tied with. The second class is and one class. That T Top Briz and Chess was 2014. Yeah, and then Geechee Twerk was also in the same that class is crazy too. That's 2016. That's 2016. Yeah, 20, 20, 20, is it? Yeah, 20. But the class with Magic, the class with Magic, Bill, Clean, and John, that, that's the Yeah, that's, that's the, the goat. That's, that's the, the cream goat. of the crop. It's the cream of the crop. You got Magic. And John John's the greatest PG of all time. Like when you rank the stats for PGs, John John is creme de la creme. Like, yeah. So it's John John, Clean, B Magic, Bill City, Collector. Bill Collector. Like that first class was, I think Rosenberg was in that class. Yeah. You had a lot of potential in this class, though, man. Do you think, um, you know, all the success they're having early on? JC how was much- in that class, too. Who? JC. JC. Oh, yeah, was. the first class. It's Magic, Bill Collector, John, John. JC. Yeah, that's first, I uh, think Clean Paper, right? Clean, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so ain't nobody better than that class. So yeah. Do you think that um the this environment benef- has benefited these the new class versus having to get on the stage right away against these, you know, guys with the kind of already know what they're doing on the stage? I think it's been a gift and a curse for these guys. I think the gift for them is that they're able to gain a profile without the the, the hassle of a crowd. But I also feel like that same reason is the same reason why it's been a curse on them. They haven't gotten a chance to be in front of a crowd. They don't have the YouTube accolades that these other guys got. So it kind of it kind of strips them from that star power that they so desperately need. Um, but they're doing everything in their power to to um, you know quell that thought process by doing diss tracks and blogs and. Having you know, caffeine uh, shows and things of that nature, and you know, it's the camaraderie with those two, with those, with this class as well that I really like. So I think these, I think these guys are going to be the second best 
class ever. I really do believe that. Mickey, how important, um, like, like for the people, because it's fans who are just coming around during this caffeine era, you know, and, and during this app era, how important was at one point the YouTube in terms of somebody's profile going from here to there, like, like that? You know what I'm saying? Like a dude could really pop. One battle could make a dude pop on YouTube. Like he could really, you know what I'm saying? Like how much is the lack of YouTube really, you know, affecting the profiles today? Do you think? I think, I think if if we have so so the last artist to pop from YouTube that was a part of the PG class was was Geechee, Geechee and Twerp, mm -hmm. and we see yeah. they, we see where they are now. I really fully and wholeheartedly believe that Jaden Nightwing and, and Easy to Block Happen would be top, almost top tier by now if they were, if all of their battles drop on YouTube. If that Cortez battle drops on YouTube, mm -hmm. if that if that uh if the Cortez battle drops on YouTube, if the uh the uh T Top one drops on YouTube and uh he just battled somebody else, didn't he didn't Easy battle somebody else or no? Easy just battled. Oh, he battled Danny Myers, Danny Myers, yeah. T Top, and Cortez. If those three not on YouTube, this man is—he's tiptoeing to top tier, literally. Because I think the, in, the, in, this song is the this song is is doing so well, like mm -hmm. without a URL push. If 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 he's on URL YouTube page, those battles, he's out of here. He's completely out of here. But and wait, also, um. Wait, oh, hold on. I mean, you, you don't feel easy. I, I think easy is already top tier, man. I feel like fans is kind of accepted. Mm. It's no mm. YouTube no more. Only if you go to URL right now, it's just interviews. No, it's not top tier no more. It's not top tier yet. What is your definition of top tier? What, what's top tier to you? Somebody who can sell tickets and somebody who, who garners a lot of views on YouTube. But I think you got to kind of revise that because it's no more YouTube, man. But, but they ain't, I, I don't really think top tier. Like you can't you can't say they top tier if, if they haven't brought people through a door yet. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like until it's until it's two thousand tickets available and he sell it out and he the main person on the card. That's when you could say. I just, I just think that's a dated way of thinking, man. I, I just think we we know we don't know how the world is gonna look. We don't know how crowds is gonna be. I I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of. But really oh. think about okay. Even as far as the YouTube for this class, the two. This, but you know, Easy has really come up the last, you know, a lot in the last few months. But prior to this little the run he went on the last few months, the two most popular guys from the class still was Ace and Swamp because they popped on YouTube from this class. The other guys didn't get that chance. They you gotta remember, these dudes already was on Smack Volume, bro. Yep. Like they were on Smack Volume over a year ago because they had two battles on YouTube that popped. Like I mean, but they was in the they both was kind of in the top ten. Oh, twenty. They got. Come on, we, we can't do that. They gotta be. They. If you ask so somebody that made the champion of the year, the top ten, is not. You can't consider them top. You don't consider them top ten. No. The reason why is this is the reason why. If we, if we, in our minds, right, URL has one point three million subscribers, and King of the Dot I think has eight hundred thousand subscribers, and I believe RBE is at one hundred thousand. Yeah, close well, to maybe close to two hundred thousand, right? So if we combine all of that, right, and, and and chop away some some people that might be stragglers, you probably got about one point eight million 
fans that are of battle rap. You got to look at maybe 1% of that is maybe even less than 1% of that is the actual purest form of the culture. One Less than 1% of 1.8 million fans are purists of the culture. Purists. So that's me, you, Drizzy. Everybody else, no, they don't know who Easy to Block Captain is. They don't. Hmm. Another question, Mickey. Um, with all of the the great work and, and the, this class is excellent, they've been putting in a lot of work, uh, being creative as far as marketing themselves and things like that. But do you feel like when the crowd does come back, we don't know, but you know, when the crowd does come back and you put them up there, if they fall badly, is that will it kind of be like all for nothing, like? We we y'all got built up in these empty rooms, and now when the people is here, y'all all kind of folded. Like, is that gonna what what kind of effect would that have on the on the whole outlook of the class? Like, because I feel like it's still a final exam out there until these guys get on the big stage. And I, I don't, I don't Jiz, I'm sorry, man. I don't think so, Val. I really feel like you. I, I just feel like the crowd thing. I, I, go go ahead. My fault. I'm sorry, Mickey. Go ahead. Nah, I mean, I mean, you could have kept going. I, I mean, for me, I believe that, I believe that these guys are gonna do well in the big stage. I don't, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna fall. I don't think they're gonna falter. Um, I think they're gonna do well when that stage is gonna happen. Probably end of this year, maybe early next year. We just have to wait and see, man. I can't, I can't make a prediction about that. Mm. We have to wait and see. Okay, okay. Let's um hold on. We shit, we just we went. This is a great conversation. Um double impact. How how did you feel about uh how did you feel about them announcing it right after? Like, do you think that took away from the Cassidy Hitman? Do you think that's both pushing everything's pushing the culture forward? Nah, everything is pushing the culture forward. I don't think it took away anything from Hitman and, and, and uh Hitman and Cassidy. It's Hitman and Cassidy. Hitman is Hitman is on wilding out, man. It's crazy. Like his his fan base is unbelievable. And same thing with Cassidy. I think, I think it's an even playing field, you know. And they had, if that's the case, they had to release a whole card against this one release. You know what I mean? And you know, you know, I I feel like once once the face off happens with fit with, with Cassidy and Hitman, that's it. Ain't no but it's that's it's nothing else to talk about. Yeah, they're gonna be talking crazy. Yeah, they, that's gonna <laughs> that's be epic. The best face off ever. What what do you um what you think? Okay, so the double impact we got uh we got clips. What first off, how do you like the pairing of the veterans with the rookies versus like how do you like that pairing? I like I, I really like that pairing. I think I think it's time for you know people to um get accustomed to new things and new ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw I saw some pushback from a lot of people, but I think it's a great I think it's a great situation. I would have loved to see Mook pair with a new guy. You know, but him and Calico is great, and I can't wait to see what they do with Twerk and T Top. How do you think the double impact is gonna look with no crap? Like as a rapper, right? As a rapper, you know what I mean? How do you think that's gonna be as with it with two with four people with no crowd practice? You think that's gonna look cringy, or you think it's still what do you feel? I mean, it might it might look cringy. It might. It literally might. We but we we won't know until they do it, yo. We literally won't know until we do it. I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that we get something that 
continues to elevate the culture in this particular era. I'm glad that they're switching things up and doing winners and losers and two on twos and male versus female. You know, let's see what happens with no crowd on a two on two. You know, I'm I'm expecting great things. Hey Mickey, what um as far as like because you know it's a you know we do the we do the uh, verse for verse over here. We definitely gotta find you find an opponent for you. We've been we've been brainstorming. We gotta find somebody that to, to go to compete with the. I think Averb. I think Averb got to be the one. Wait, 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 wait. Verse for verse. What is this? It's for? like verses. You know what I'm saying? We play ten songs. Like we did. Uh, we did Sue Surf versus Calico. Ten Surf songs versus ten Calico songs. They both called up. Um. So we we. And that started all. That started a whole way. Yeah, that started a whole different thing. <laughs> but so we trying to. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that conversation. I gotta ask you some things about that too. But um. <laughs> Oh it, yeah, it, that springboarded into an interesting conversation about as far as battlers getting into the industry and you know signing a deal versus not signing. What is your outlook on somebody getting into the game and you know having the option to sign with somebody or uh, staying free and just kind of how your outlook on it? Like, because I don't, I really feel like you know a deal works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody. You know, I, you know, so what? How do you view that? I think in this era, you can get a deal and make a lot of money and you can you cannot have a deal and make a lot of money. Right now, you know, I've had three record deals and not this past year, but the year before that was the most money I made since I've been since I was signed. So it varies. Right. Um, I believe that it whatever works for the artist, if the artist likes to, you know, if the artist likes to put their own money out to get the return back in, then they shouldn't sign a record deal. If they want to get upfront money so that they can do whatever they want to do and then give all of their content to a label and have them tell them what to do and then they reap the benefits potentially, then they should sign with a record label. So it varies on what type of personality a person likes. Me personally, I don't think I would ever do another record deal unless they gave me an obscene amount of money and I wouldn't care if they put stuff out or didn't put stuff out, you know? That's my what, opinion. What's the different what's the difference in signing a, a record deal versus like a, a pub deal? What's so a record deal, you sign a record deal so you can put music out constantly. Um and they 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 give you upfront money for you to put your the music out and the sales from that rec from that album or EP or single pays back all the money that you get from the onset. So okay, yeah. for example, if somebody signs, I signed for $200,000. They gave me $100,000 up front. I had to pay out everybody else. When I did my singles, you know, we put the singles out. This is before streaming. So we put the singles out and people had to purchase Paradise. People had to purchase all of the things that I was putting out. So they purchased it, purchased it, purchased it, which made back $200,000. So when it was time for me to leave, I didn't have to give them back any more money. If I would have taken a million dollar deal, I would be in debt. Everything I ever make would go to them. You Until your I'm balance saying? is at zero. Exactly. So I'm currently in the, the I guess you could say the black because people are in either in the red or in the black or in the green. Green means like they owe you money. They don't owe me money. I'm in the black. So we're all even. Um, okay. So and a publishing deal is when you so I think I so I hear Surf saying that he signed he got five hundred thousand for two mixtapes. Is that what he is that what he's saying? Yeah, he said he got five yeah. a distro. So I think 
I or think distribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did a distro deal. I don't know who his distro deal is through. I don't know any distro. I don't know any distribution company giving someone five hundred thousand dollars. And I, and that's not to, you know, discredit what he's saying. I think Surf signed a publishing deal. A publishing deal is when they give you money up front. They give you five hundred thousand dollars up front. Right. So if he's saying that he signed a distro deal, which could be true, but his releases, I don't know, his releases are not lining up to what he's saying. So I think he signed a publishing deal. And when you sign a publishing deal, you they give you upfront money and they so they'll give you the five hundred thousand. Let's use surf as an example. If he did sign a public, we already heard the record deal example. Right. Mm-hmm. If you sign for a publishing deal, they give you five hundred thousand dollars up front. So anytime the pub comes back from the streaming and think they you don't get that publishing money on the back end. It goes to the publishing company. So then they'll take his songs and they'll place them in movies. They'll place them in in uh, television shows. They'll place them in in, in uh, commercials and they'll continuously get that money back. You know, what I'm saying on a, on a consistent basis. Um, that's the reason why I think he has a publishing. Di- I don't think he has a distro. Di- I've never heard of. I've never heard of somebody getting a publishing deal for, I mean, a, a distro deal for that much amount of money, unless it was a label distribution deal, especially in this particular era. Now, not, and, and it's not to take away from what he's done, because when he does put out music, it does wonders, right? Yes, it does yes. wonders. Great music. Um, I like it a lot. And I, and I feel like there has been some extra promotion added to it and marketing added to it. So when people say, See, they get a percent of his publishing. Mm-hmm. So if they get a percent of his publishing, that means that he might have taken a publishing deal plus the distro deal. So he uh, might he might have he might have a dual kind of thing. Because I remember when he came home from jail, he had this thing on Instagram where he was signing his deal. There was yeah. a white man there, and uh, um, usually it's a it's a bigger team of people if it's a bigger kind of contract situation that looked like a smaller situation so it looked like it was a distro slash publishing deal but again i could be wrong this is just me speculating but from what he was saying that is what i would gather from what has been happening you know what i mean is you releasing music now because obviously you you released a great project when you release music with in the streaming era like how do you really how does how does one make money off of stream? Like, I, I gotta get how many streams for it to count as a dollar? Like, how does that how does this even work nowadays? Uh, I think it's a thousand streams for every dollar, if I'm not mistaken, or thirty five hundred streams for every dollar. Um, so basically, uh, you I I can't speak for everybody else, but I have a, okay. I actually have a distribution deal. So, but I have a distribution label deal. So if I wanted to sign Polo to my my company, I would sign Polo. Um, I would give him some money up front. He would put a project out um, and then he would get paid or I would get paid once a month. And then once the fee that if I give if I give Polo ten thousand dollars up front, he wouldn't get paid until my ten thousand is paid back. But I would get money from his streams once a month, every month on the first three months after the project comes out. Right. So I get paid. I have since I have a label deal, I fund most of my projects. So every three months when the projects come out, 
I mean, excuse me. So if I put out a project in January, right, I get the I get to see money from that project on the first of April, and then every month for the rest of my life, I will I will continue to see money from that project. So in terms of if someone doesn't have the big views like a surf, like surf has tons of views on streaming. If mm-hmm. somebody doesn't have those views, another way to offset that is put out multiple projects. So I would probably see the same kind of amount of money because I have a back catalog that's crazy. You know, I have over 17 projects. So if I put that out, I have almost the same amount of streams in terms of Apple Music and uh-huh. Pandora you know, and YouTube and, 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 and my commercial work and my ghostwriting work. So like all of that equals to me getting the same amount of money as somebody who has a big record or a record that's not big, you know? What is my bad, Paula? One more question. What is, what is, what is, um, what is putting out a deluxe version do? Is that a way to kind of finagle the, like Mm. the the numbers in the system? Yeah, so when somebody puts out a, a, a deluxe version of a record, so I put out the achievement in 2016. Mm-hmm. It was 10 tracks. Um, and then the label, the uh, distribution company came to me and said, hey, we want to put out a deluxe version of this project. We want to add five more songs. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So when they add the five more songs, it doesn't fudge the numbers. It just re-enters you into the system so that you get the same amount or even more streams because it's an added incentive for people to go and re-listen to the project as well as to hear the new songs that just came out with that project so that's what a deluxe version of a project means it's basically just adding more songs to something right and 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 trying to you know boost the uh the algorithm within the streaming companies as well as you know your 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 uh, performance on that particular project okay okay speaking of achievement man you and royce the five nine the sermon uh uh-huh. thank you one very of much the ones, man yeah that's, that one's crazy that one's crazy i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah i'm working on, i'm working on my new project called the dinner table i don't really think y'all want to have me do a versus with anybody it could get real dark for niggas out here no man. we do it now yo driz i was thinking about i was thinking about a verb a verb or lux or uh we gotta find yeah it gotta be somebody very very uh very credible who, who really because mickey it ain't mickey it ain't just you know it ain't just no head bobbing it gotta be somebody that's saying something because he's saying a lot so it could get dark man i would have to send like we could we could pull out cool kids record we could that's what I, you, got, you got a lot of cheat codes man yeah, you got, got cheat codes i got mad cheat codes it could get it could get dark for a lot of people i got the cuddy record i got the drake record i it could get it could get extremely dark for somebody you know somebody said cassidy i would lose to cassidy oh cassidy would actually be because that it's not fair to, to kind of put you but it's ten songs, so it is kind of fair to be I, think I, I think i think i would lose i think i would lose to cassidy I think I would, but I think it would be close. Would be a good fight. Lux would be a good fight. Lux would be a good fight. Verb would be a good fight. Uh, Los would be a good fight. King uh, Los would, yeah, King Los. That. I think those three would be a good fight. It's hard to it's hard to go against Cass when he got hit records. You know what I'm saying? Um, he has hit. I don't have a hit record. I just got, I got a lot of critically acclaimed records, and I got some mm-hmm. cheat. I got some cheat code records. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that's the mm-hmm. difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cass got a lot of hits. I, I wouldn't do Cass against no. That's not. That's kind of not fair to nobody. Like, yeah. that, like he got a lot of mainstream hits. Um, yeah. hold on. Hey, hey Mickey. Ahead. Um, like when you first got on the um, 
the double XL freshman joint, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, like building up, like getting to that point, like what did it take to really get there? Because a lot of people got an aspiration or a dream to, you know, get on that and and do something with this music thing. And that's a big achievement to to get there. You know what I'm saying? So like getting there, like what was the fulfillment in that whole thing? Like just as far as like the process, I, I you know. At, at that point, like, I don't really think, you know, the shout out to the culture, but I don't really think people understand how, how hot I was when I, when I first came out, I was, hmm. I was the second person they picked for the cover. Hmm. That's how hot I was at that time. Yeah. I was pot boiling hot. <laughs> like, and at the time I had did something that nobody was doing. I put a song out every week. So when I put the song out every week, I was overpowering everybody that was you know, releasing music at that time. People was putting out mixtapes, going to the mixtape DJs, mm-hmm. and it was and it was local. I was on the internet putting my shit out and it was reaching people all over the world. And then when you look at the people that I was working with, I worked with the cool kids. I worked with the gym class heroes. I worked with Fallout Boys. I was working with Ye. I was working with Wayne. I was working with Drake. I was working with Cuddy. I was working yeah. with... It was just like, yo, this nigga's everywhere. You can't, like, there's nothing you could say to me. Every time you, every time I went to the newsstand, I was in a different magazine. You know, I remember. Oh, go ahead. I remember I was at a showcase. Uh, it was you. It was a ten deep showcase. It was you, Styly. It was like a private, um, ten deep showcase. It was uh you, Styly. I think it was Asheroff. Yeah, a few people. That shit was crazy. I, I don't think people understand how you, Starly, at, y'all had the city on fire. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, well, yeah. Nah, I had that shit. That yeah, I had that shit. I had that shit sewn up. So when they when they did the cover, it was undeniable. They was like, uh, Daytuan Thomas, Rob Markman, and um, Vanessa Satin, who runs Double uh, XL now. They was like, yo, we want to do the, the freshman cover again. Who are we going to put on there? They was like, Wale got to go on there. <clears throat> he was the first one that they said, Wale. Then they said Mickey Fax. It was a no-brainer. It was like, you got to put Mickey Fax on there because he he's everywhere. You is no you can't go anywhere without seeing me. You know what I'm saying? I had I, I was wearing gold supers. I was wearing I was I was doing everything. Like like Polo said, I was wearing 10 deep. I was wearing because because I had already been doing true religions in 04, 05. So when 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 the hood got true religions, I was already done with it. So when I put supers on, when I had supers on, nobody was nobody even knew what they were. And then Jay Wardham, and that was Jay, it. Jay Wardham in, in, in the Rihanna video, and then Complex, they did a they did an article about it and was like, yo, I know y'all love the 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 the, the supers that Jay wore in the video, but Mickey had them first. That was it's like, what? Who's Mickey? And then next thing you know, <laughs> and then next thing you know, I did the I did the super song. Had Chanelli Mon dancing to the super song. Like it was just different. Like you know, niggas just I was really out here. Like I was literally really out here. So that's the reason why I was on there first. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have to go through no voting system. I ain't have to have my fans. Nah, it was like Mickey is literally the blueprint to, to get on. I ain't even have a deal. It was niggas who had deals that they was trying to get on the cover and they was like, nope. <laughs> hmm. Damn. Yeah, that, that was definitely a golden era. That that whole time in New York, then with then right into the ASAP Rocky coming up, and then that that was like a whole like the Kid Cudi wave. Then that mm-hmm. I don't think people understand the New York scene around that. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a moment. Yeah, shout out oh. to Rocky. That's the homie too. 
Yeah, Rocky, my God, man. That's my God. Oh, um, what's okay? So hold on real quick. Let me just pull this up. Yeah, about that. But yeah, I, I just feel like, man, damn, we got to do this more, man, because you got a lot of information. I feel like you just got like a lot of battle rap information. <laughs> hey, yeah. Mickey, how is um you being you being in New York and really being heavy heavy on the, on the music scene? Um, in what ways, positively and negatively, do you feel like the sound has changed? I mean, New York. I don't know if I feel like right now. I think people people kind of sleep on New York and what New York has done over the past four or five years. Every year we've had somebody from New York had a hit record in the past five years. And I think people kind of disregard that because the South always has big records coming out. But New York always has one record that hit. 2014 uh, uh, was uh, Bobby Schmurda. 2015 was Young M.A. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 2016 was Cardi B, and then and then Cardi kind of just did it all the way up until like 2019, and then we got Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke yeah. took over from 2019, 2020. New York Drill, you know New York Drill. So and we saw know, we got a Boogie, a Boogie got Smiths in there. So, oh yeah, yeah, a Boogie came through in 2017. With the hoodie, man. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like people kind of disregard that we, you know, we we also had a dope sound. You know, and and I feel like because Drake has taken over society, right? People just kind of forget that we've also have done some great things within our culture here in New York. I feel like, you know, people say we lost our sound, but we invented it. I don't think we ever lost it. It's just, you know, we still got got. Well, in, not in terms of the city, but New York as a state, we got we still got Griselda. Look what they're doing. You know, what I'm saying they they are taking over. Do you feel yeah. like the, the Drake influence as far as like with the rappers harmonizing, do you feel like that's just something? Because I feel like I would say 90% of rappers are doing some sort of harmony now. And yeah. do you feel like that's that's that influence is just taking over? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, everything comes back around. Everything comes full circle and new things get invented all the time. And, you know, if you can stay relevant in this culture and make your money and still be alive and, and still take care of your family while still making music, that's really all that matters. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, if if you have to sing to, to get on and do and, and get your money, then do that. If you can just rap and, and keep it true to yourself like I am, you know, I'm good. Like I, I, I had got a, I had got such a big ghost writing check last year. I took my family and moved them down here to Atlanta. Mm. Damn. How, how did you go about getting into the, you know, the writing lane? I mean, writing was more so like people kind of respected my pen and they saw what I was doing. They saw I was putting out content so quickly and they knew I don't play no games. So when I was meeting up with producers, we would make records and then we would shop the records. And then that's how we would get people to buy records, buy verses uh, and, and get them placed. And then names, words started traveling fast. And that's when Iggy Azalea's uh, team reached out to me and Diddy's team reached out to me. And then there's a couple other people I can't mention. But, you know, I've, I've been in rooms with a lot of big people and have been able to kind of, you know, make a living off of just off of my pen, period. You know, it's a blessing. Man, that's fire. This is the... wow. Somebody said, right. Oh, man. Back to somebody said. You said you was planning on battling B dot a while ago. Is that still a possibility? 
Yeah, so the B dot match was something that we was trying to make happen for this particular card. Um, the reason why I didn't go down is because Dot has, I think, like three battles lined up. So mm-hmm. he had, uh, he got, he got Shug coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Then he got the the two on two, and I spoke to Dot. So he he had the two on two, and then he has another battle uh, coming up in April. I think the end of April or something like that. And I'm I'm just speculating because he didn't confirm this or not, but I'm speculating that he wants to probably be on Gnome. It'll be his first Gnome. Um, and I'm speculating he'll probably, he'll probably take Twerk, right? So, and then after that, that's like June. So he he said to me that he he's going to need at least three months for me. And I'm like, oh boy, that means I'm probably going to get bodied. <laughs> um, so Three months? Shit. I respect, I res- listen, I respect it. In this era of people trying to write in 14 days and choking, I... Take three. If you got need three months, take three months, man. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that too. I I, I respect him for saying that, because you know DNA. We had DNA took me, I think, two and a half months. He had two and a half months, three months. There's another guy who who took a long time before he battled me. So um, after JC, he kind of sat down. So I think people forget about that as well. So he had like five months to prepare for me. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so he wants. Three months. So it'll probably, if it happens this year, if it happens this year, it'll happen in September, or October. If not, then it'll definitely happen in 2022. I was already planning to battle him in 2022. Um, but if he didn't have any matches coming up, I would have taken him this year. I would have taken him in six weeks prep. Dang. Hmm. Who, who else? Who else? Uh, well, I definitely want to. I hope you get back in the ring. Who else are you looking at? Like, if you get back in the ring? I'm not looking at anybody. I, to be that... So okay, so B dot wasn't the person that obviously when I was talking to you earlier. Yeah, I, I think we kind of guessed who it was. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I maybe maybe not, but you know, um, there was you know there was somebody because I always said RBE would be my my last battle. Yeah, um, and uh, so we were we were discussing names in the event that B dot couldn't do it. So the plan B was the person that I was talking about previously. And he said, you know, it took him four or five days. He said, nah, uh, but I would have taken him and then I would have taken B-Dot again at the end of the year or next year. I would have done both battles. But since he said, no, I, I have no, I really legitimately have nobody that I want to face in the ring aside from B-Dot. Hmm. Mickey, let me ask you this. Um, if we hoping it goes down, but, you know, if it does, uh, Jazz versus Misfit, who do you think will win that battle? Mm. Man, that's to me. That's that'll be a tough one. If I had to choose, I think it would be debatable. But if I had to choose, I kind of would go with Misfit, man. Mm, you think Misfit to get jazz? Okay, why? Break this Yeah, I gotta hear the historian breakdown, man. I gotta hear it. <laughs> I gotta hear this. Jazz, um, her her bars. She, I think she has a better pen than Misfit, but Misfit has the delivery, the cadence the power in her delivery and the angles that could potentially hurt jazz. I think it could potentially hurt her, man. Wow. As great as jazz's pen is. Um, and I think she does have a better pen than misfit. I seriously believe that misfits delivery cadence, power in delivery and cadence and her angles would really, really hurt jazz. You, mm. you don't think the fact that she gave out an angle a year early, you don't think, that 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 kind of hurt a little bit, just giving out the nine eleven angle. Yeah, if she would have held on to that, it would have been that would have been massive. 
that would have broke the room. That would have broke, broke the room. That would have broke the room. That would have been an easy 1-0 going into the battle. Mm-hmm. Imagine she did that shit at a face-off. They just oh live. She like, wait, bring this out. Just drop it right there on a the face-off. I would if I was jazz, I'd be sweating bullets. But you know, jazz could have probably been like, you know, I work, I work there as a telephone operator. But in the but uh, uh, shock value alone, misfit could have misfit could have spun it. She could have spun it into something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with working for law enforcement in terms of what she's doing. Like if somebody's having a fire. You call, yeah, you, call, you call 911. It's not just relegated to black, excuse me, uh, uh, police officers. But she could have, she could have, oof, she could have. It got that. dark. It could have got dark. It could have got dark. That's a powerful angle to just let go. I wouldn't have let that go. But what if Jazz, mm-hmm, what if she made, what if she was trying to beat Jazz to it? Like, what if Jazz would have just released she a 911 operator? I don't think Jazz would have did that. Yeah, that's not really a job you promote. That's like a private job. Yeah, I don't think Jazz would have did that. I think I think if Misfit didn't say anything and held it, held it, held it, and then just pop, pop, pop. Oh my gosh, Jazz! It would have been another official pop your cherry ball. Mm. Ooh, shit! So with so with that being said, with her releasing the angle, you still you still think Misfit? Can um take it even with her releasing a powerful angle like that. Yeah, I still I still think Misfit could pull it off, man. I I don't think with that angle, I just I just you know we've you know we from New York, and as big as New York is, it's small. Yeah, the word word travels fast when you live in the same borough. And they live in they both live in Brooklyn, so I know this shit that Misfit oh, knows. Oh my god, I see what you're getting at. I know that stuff that Mister Misfit knows that we don't. You know that's how she found out about Jazz being you know working for law enforcement and that. In that kind of spot. Damn. What? What do you? Go ahead. Go ahead, Polo. Go ahead, Polo. I was gonna say, where you? Where you? Have you? Are you familiar with my verse? Yeah, that's the homie. Okay. What? What do you feel about? You know, I, I, I feel, I feel people kind of not really trying to give her no battles. Like, what you feeling? <laughs> no, they're not respecting it, man. I don't, I don't know, know why. I don't know why she's not getting any battles. I, I, I think, I think she would. Spike the viewership up so much. It's just like geek culture with video games. Whenever a bad chick come into the culture of video gaming, they just be drooling. And I think this is the same thing with my verse. I, I just don't get why they don't book her though. Like it doesn't make sense. She's she's just she's first of all she could rap really well. But just mm-hmm. aside from rapping really well, she's an attractive female, and that works well on any kind of level so it, it only makes sense for them to book her i don't know why they haven't booked her yet but she did say that she was booked i don't know against who though who's the best five uh battle rappers in the world right now today oh good question chilla jones okay k shine okay b dot okay. ill will okay Geechee. So you basically got the champion top five. <laughs> I would have I would have DNA at number six. Mm. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not DNA mad at that. Yeah, DNA. DNA. I, that's, I I wouldn't be mad at that. I'm not mad at. I wouldn't be mad, mad at that one at all. Damn. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, Chilla is the best. You know, I think B Dot is right after Chilla, and then I will have Shine, and then I will have. Yeah, I think my list is good. 
I think my list is good. You can interchange Geechee and DNA at any given moment, but I think those are the top five, top six guys right now, currently. I like that. Let me ask you a question. Loaded Lux, Loaded Lux record, right? Let me, let's say he B dot DNA, uh, 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 Daylight. Who 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 else is on? Who else is on the Lux train? Paul Chilla, and, and who's the fifth one? Let's just say them four. What's his record versus them four? I think he beats DNA. I think and he, JC JC fifth. I think he beats DNA. I think he beats JC. I think he loses to Chilla. I think he beats Daylight, and I think he who's the other person? B dot B dot. I think he I think he beats B dot. So you think Chilla the only one that'll get him? I think Chilla, I think Chilla would probably be the only one that could get him. I think so, because there's just the thing about it is when you look at these these matches, right? DNA as good as he is, he doesn't have he doesn't have the flair to go along. He doesn't have the fanfare going into it along with just the flair that comes along with a with a loaded Lux match. Right. Um, the angle was too strong for for B dot with Lux, and I feel like as great as B dot is, like B dot is great. I really don't think that. I think Lux would take an approach with B dot that would show the difference between them, and not in a bad way, but just in a way that Lux is better, right? I think, and I, I think people just again, this goes back to the Cam Bada project. Um, I think Daylight would lose because I feel like Day. I don't I don't know how Daylight would approach this battle. The reason why Daylight beat Rock was because he flipped Rock's name into oblivion. <laughs> and like that was most of his material. Um and I, I feel like there's just an added sauce that 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 Lux has that Day just doesn't have. He just doesn't have it. Um and I think that would be the deciding factor. JC, I don't I just don't think JC has I don't enough. think JC, I don't think JC's strong enough. Yeah, no. I mean, if two years ago, JC, I'm, 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 I'm confident, but I don't know about yeah. that. I don't know. As far as Chilla, I think Chilla can pull it off because Chilla, Chilla would have to, he would have to go, he he would need the time to to. I feel like Chilla's pen and the Lux pen interchanges, like they both can do the exact same thing almost. The only thing that Lux has over him is again the flair, how he moves, how he says, how he says certain things. But I do feel like it will be the closest battle that Lux will have out of all five of them. Lux Chilla has the best pen out of everybody in that particular set of people that you guys named. Chilla does more than all of them. Like there's one particular set of style that Daylight does, and it's great. But that's all he does. He doesn't. He's not gonna take an angle. He's not gonna do any character assassination. He's he's just gonna he's gonna try to flip your name in different ways he's gonna have some creative punches here and there and he might talk about some things that may not be spoken about in battle rap but aside from that he's not gonna really attack lux as a person you know what i'm saying b dot and chilla will be the oh well yeah dna could do that too though dna i feel like b dot do that too b dot b dot dna but the thing about the, the thing about dna the D, dna doesn't have the he doesn't have the the fanfare like when he was I in that, want to hear him do that. Yeah, when he was in that car, and I felt him. I felt him. I was with him a hundred percent. I was like, all right, you know what? Because I feel him, and I feel where he coming from. Let me look in these comments, and they dragged DNA. 
from here in Atlanta all the way up to Queens. They dragged him. It was bad. It was bad. I didn't see. I haven't seen anything like that in my life. It was crazy. Um, and I just don't think he has the fanfare to beat something like that. And he, I don't, he doesn't write in layers enough as well to beat something like that. Now, he's a great writer, but I don't think he. I, the way Lux layers his stuff, it's just it's just a different kind of writing. Um, B dot, as much as he breaks his opponent down, there's still the elephant in the room that, you know. This is like Dot and Lux. They have to show the levels. And I feel like if if if, if Lux taps into that Cambada bag, I keep going back to that, it can get dark for everybody. It can get dark for everybody. And every, you know, you're gonna have to do something other than rap. You're gonna have to do, you're gonna have to showcase your your personality. You're gonna have to showcase your delivery in certain pockets and certain things you say. And you're gonna have to do some tricks in, in with the pen that haven't been done before against him to show that he's not the superior pen. You're gonna have to do some corner bending. You're gonna have to do some chain punching. You're gonna have to do some metaphors and number puns and and reverse punch lines. And there's so many different things you can do, but it has to be entertaining as well, as well as taking an angle. Right. So I think the only person who can do everything I just named against somebody like that is Chilla Jones. I really do. I really believe that he's the only person. What two two names I forgot to mention, Danny Myers and Mav Hoffa. No, that no, he would beat Danny and he would beat Mav. He would be both of them easily. I would say Mav is Math, somebody made a point to me. Um Math is really good when he has something specific. To get off his chest when he has an angle he knows how to how to take that brush and paint the picture for the audience but rap wise i don't believe really, i don't think he can keep up no who who math he can't i don't, I don't think, think no up. i don't think math could keep up with lux i don't i don't think so but i, I, I think the, the, the I, I think the way to beat lux is not to try to keep up with him is it's like kind of what hollow did is like to kind of chip his armor and just show like just character flaws i think math is really good at that yeah, yeah, but Math when, when Math did the diss song to Lux and then Lux returned back with with uh Love Taps, it was it's just levels. Man. Love Taps was Love Taps was rude, man. It's just that levels. was crazy. That was it's, really rude. It's just levels, man. It's just um, levels. I just wanted to hold on. I'm gonna. I'm. Are you mind if I get less one call, one or two callers on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right. Um, Legacy. Legacy has been a crazy talking battle rap right now. Now I'm speaking live with the historian. I need to know what is your definition of a battle rap legend? Because it seems like everybody's saying they're a legend. Um, I think somebody that's a legend in the culture is somebody that had people mimic their style, somebody that has longevity, somebody that has wins, somebody that exuded professionalism throughout their entire career, somebody who you know, showed up for the culture, was about the culture, and tried to make an impact on the culture in ways in the ring and out the ring. So that's my definition of a legend in okay. the culture of battle rap. Question, do, do um, like we said, top tier, bringing people through the door and views, does that play a part into being a legend as well or no? Um, I think views are a part of it. I just don't think it should be the 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 main end goal of it. Like I don't I don't feel like that should be the the number one thing we talk about when it comes to to being a legend. I think it's a part of it, but it's not the end all be all. Right. Okay. 
Okay, I got, I got one. Oh man, now this right, this caller right here is the baby historian. All right, he, he, he's, he's, a, he's a historian and trainer right here. Let me get him on, man. What's up, Caliber? The baby historian, really? What's up? What's up, Caliber? How you doing, brother? Baby historian, yo, Mickey, what's good, bro? What's I'm good? great, man. How you doing, man? It's good to meet you. I'm blessed, highly favored, bro. I can't even hold you. That's um, what's up? I appreciate you coming through, bro. Like I've been and admire you for a while, bro. Like, Thank you so much. Seeing, this, seeing how you put words together, how you get things off. Um, I obviously have questions. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of these questions will not be answered because time limits, like time limitations, and everything. Let, let your ratchet. Let, just yeah, go ratchet. Go crazy, man. But, go crazy. Go crazy, man. Respectfully. Yes. Why do you feel like? Um, why do you feel like Lux beats, um, I guess you could say, Daylight, especially when you came here and you just recently said, like, right before I came on, right before you came on, I take notes respectfully. I'm a historian. I like to document everything. As you should. You, you said the things that would work on him, on Lux being the being the unspoken him, is uh puns like different punches entertainment things like that that's what you that's what you just said like literally within a minute or so like and if anybody can do something that's going to as you said showcase personality and things like that daylight is one of those people like even to a fault he's gone so far as to throw battles as we've seen <laughs> he's thrown battles like literally just lost battles to do something to prove a quote-unquote point i don't agree with what he did his methodology but he still went so far as to do just that to prove a point like why why do you feel like lux can beat daylight giving your own criteria and daylight actually showing you that criteria to a fault okay so to answer your question uh, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer your question with a question. Do you feel like there was personality in his battle against Rock all three rounds, or just in that third round when he uh, was talking about the fake angle that, not the fake angle, excuse me, the fake personal that was there with Rock when he was catfished? Was there any other personality in Daylight's rounds? Um, or was it just straight through? I can I respectfully, respectfully. I'll say I don't remember. Respect. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Respect. Okay. We'll, we'll, okay. Cool. Because he didn't. Right. So that's one. Right. Okay. Two. Now, when I said the the different criteria of lyricism, I said number puns, letter fours, uh, double entendres, corner bending, uh, chain punching. Um, I said a myriad of things. I I didn't just say Correct. puns. Right. Correct. So against rock again, ninety percent of his material was name flips. 90% of his material against Tay Rock okay. was name flips. Okay. Lux doesn't have a name, right? That you can just easily just flip the way that he was able to flip Rock's name. Miles? Right? Miles doesn't work. Miles? Miles? Why, Miles is an easy is why it? would why would he flip Miles' name if it was against loaded Lux and maybe I guess John, right? No, no okay. So are we talking about Daylight using Rock's name to flip it versus Lux's ability to flip his opponent's name. Is no, that no, what no, say, no, he's no, saying no. he's saying Daylight ain't gonna be able to flip Loaded and Lux, but so many times. Yeah, okay. right. 
Okay. That's, that 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 was my that was my assessment, right? Like respect. Be, because if we're if we're basing this off of the last showing that we got from Daylight, mm-hmm. Daylight's battle with Rock, eighty five to ninety percent of his material was based on flipping Rock's name in the first and the third round, Correct. right? Second round was him basically doing a solar system scheme, a scheme which I also said when I broke down Daylight's style in terms of what he was going to do in the battle. So it was going to be trying to flip Lux his name and then he was going to have a specific set of skills where he's talking about a specific thing and then expounding upon it like a whole scheme which is what he did in the second round which was the solar system scheme it was a ton of reaches in it but you know people just excuse that right so how is that going to how is that going to defeat someone like lux who is character assassination based and then on top of that we have I, i keep basing this off of the Cambada project. If you listen to that project, Cambada, like I was saying before, is ultra nice. And in order for him to keep up with Cambada, he had to be ultra nice as well. Um, I feel that Daylight is ultra nice. So mm-hmm. if he's going to have a character assassination against Lux, I mean against Day, it's going to be it's going to be that. As opposed to Day, he's not that type of battler. He doesn't do personals like that so he's gonna in my opinion again i'm only going off a statistical basis when i look at what a daylight battle does there's not i maybe there may be one battle that he had personals in all of his in his whole career most of it is uh, nursery punchlines that people can remember or name flips or uh word association bars at a high level speed i can't see that defeating someone like lux who who does character assassination on top of having a pen that he has. That was, that is the reason why I gave that assessment. If that that's, helps. That's fair. I under, I under, and I appreciate you clarifying. Cause as you just saw, like I had to get some understanding with what you were saying. Like I right. didn't on a definitive point. I, I didn't understand. Okay. So what do you say about the character assassination that happened um, outside? Cause you said the name flips existed primarily with, with Tay Rock in the first and the third, he did exude some character assassination where he was talking about Fred. You see what I'm saying? In the situation yes. so, where he where he did rock, like rock, and then cave gang, and then a whole bunch of individuals and a whole pause, pause, because that's an obvious pause to y'all who are listening in the comment section. Um, everything else like that. And he was talking about his name and then the person behind him in in gun titles backed up by Mr. Cox and think like, this is all character assassination, like picking at a person's ego and picking at their, I guess we can say pseudonym in rap. Like that's, that's also very important. He did it in a way, but it was still like, like you said, it was kind of over shrouded by the fact that he was masterful in his name flips. Like, how do you, like, how are you interpreting that? I mean, I looked at I looked at that, and that's a great question, by the way. I look at that as, you know, if loaded. I mean, excuse me, if they they took a particular angle, right, and mm-hmm. he 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 didn't really expound upon it like Mook did, right. So when you Correct. look at what Mook did, Mook had a complete character assassination that made people question Rock's lifestyle as opposed to what day did which was still we're not going to take away from what he did that was masterful what what was masterful about what he did was it was it was a whole bunch of speed ghost punching which is what he likes to call it right and name flipping and it just so happens that this angle worked extremely well 
within that name flipping, but nobody questioned Rock's lifestyle after the after the battle. We all just said this was a great showing from Day and Rock, right? Like it wasn't, and people people have Rock losing, right? But it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like they had him losing because of this particular personality trait within Tay Rock, and that's the reason why I had. That's why I say there's no there's no character assassination from Day. Now, if Day if Day for whatever reason has a character assassination trait within this match coming up with with Lux, he will beat Lux easily. Okay, but okay. that's that's just not in his character. He hasn't done it in in seven years, right? And he said he doesn't actually not seven nine, and he said he doesn't want to go that route when it comes to just battling period he just wants to show who's the better mc and i think that's where that's where i would have to go with lux in that right so i I just want to clarify that and respectfully i i everybody asked you about battle rap it's the last one now the click is off now i'm joking i I understand i understand Um, everybody asked you about battle rap stuff like i literally like excuse me like this is my for you this is my joint you see what I'm saying? Like questions and things like that. Like I'm a, I'm a story and I like to study stuff. Everybody asks you about battle ref stuff. I get it. Like you're phenomenal in this craft. Respect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Put you. in your 10,000 hours <laughs> respected for who you are. You see what I'm saying? Like, thank you. Thank you. Mastering it. Um, I'm, I'm one of those divergent individuals. I want to know, like, what do you want out of like mainstream music and things like that? Like, where do you see yourself in mainstream music five years from now? Great. Period. Because that's that's very important. Like, you're you're not just. Yes, we know you as being able to get in the ring when you need to and handle your business and things like that. But you're also out here punching. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what's your musical goals? Um, just to push the boundaries of what music is supposed to be lyrically. And, you know, I, I don't have aspirations of being a J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar anymore. Um, I feel like that time has passed. If it happens, it's because of sheer luck and maybe sheer will. Um, but I'm, I'm very comfortable knowing that my music will help people on a different level, on a cerebral level. Uh, so um, to give you some examples, uh, when I put out Warp Collages last year, I did a song about the letter A without using the letter A. That was a, that was a kind of thought process that I felt nobody had done before in terms of hip hop. And then this last project I just put out was a audio last will and testament to my son. In the event something happened to me, he could listen to this project and know how to live his life from henceforth. My next project uh, that's on this level is gonna be a financial literacy course on how to maneuver through the space as young black men, young black women. We talk about stocks, we talk about options, we talk about real estate, we talk about credit, we talk about saving different accounts to put your money into so we can grow your money. We talk about investments, we talk about IRAs, we talk about IPOs. We uh-huh. we, we we get deep, in, but we make it fun. We make it something that people can appreciate and listen to and want to elevate themselves financially to the next level. And this is just the, the, the scratch of the surface when it comes to what we can do lyrically, how we can push the culture forward lyrically. 
I have a project. My one of my favorite movies is called Inception. And we all seen Inception. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I want to do a project where it's a dream within a dream within a dream. And I have to go within the layers to implant something into a person's mind and then come up out of it and then boom, this is what this is why this is how it is. I already know the concept. I don't want to let it out right now, but this is another project. It's going to be one long track. But every time I go deeper into a dream, the beat changes and it's a song and then it gets, you know, but it, but I want to do Man, things like this. this. I want to do things like this that push the boundaries of lyricism, right? A lot of times people say, this person is such a great rapper. This person is such a great rapper. Lyrically, yes, they may be a great rapper, but how are they pushing cult how are they pushing the culture forward in terms of creativity? How can you make I want to be able to listen to you and say, damn, I wish I thought of that first. I wish right. I did that first. When I did A minus, every lyricist that we could think of hit me and reached out to me and was like, I wish I did that first. That's an incredible concept. Thank you for that. And when I when I do this fucking when I do this uh financial literacy shit. I'm I'm doing I'm not doing this to be on top of the charts. I'm literally doing this to help my people because there's so many things that we don't know as a people. We don't know mm -hmm. how to save. There's still a, a a mass majority of our people that don't know anything about the stock market and don't yeah. know that that's the real way to get wealthy if you're not in a in a space where you make money on it on a daily basis. The mm -hmm. stock market is the way. I put two hundred dollars in a stock market and made four thousand dollars in literally two months. This is knowledge and information that has been kept away from us so i want to be able to yeah. give that back to the culture and and leave my mark in the culture as though this guy did a, art, a whole project about art this guy did a whole project for his son this guy did a song about the letter a without using the letter a this nigga did a whole audio course on financial literacy to help his people out this nigga yeah. done rapped as malcolm x this nigga done broke down how martin luther king oh. was shot like i you can't name another artist that has done more shit like that in terms of thought processes and concepts than me. Like, it's just that I'm not in the forefront of the world and then come back and do battle rap. Of course. Of course. Polo, Polo, I'm finna sign off. I'm finna sign off. One last thing. One last thing I want to leave. Yo, period. Like, Mickey, period, bro. Like, one of the biggest things, because I've worked in insurance for a while. One of the biggest things people like neglect is insurance is the easiest way to pass down assets to people minus court, period. Yes. Like there's a thing in court called probate for individuals who are tuning in right now. Probate your situation and your family's financial assets and things like that is caught up in limbo, hmm. period. You need to be aware of that. When you do certain things like you do long term coverage and things like that you have certain annuities and stuff like that set in a place like it automatically gets passed down to your family yes this yes. is very important like this is how other individuals from other pockets of i guess we could say the culture if you want to say that because they're here now this is how they build up generational wealth y'all need to pay attention to this this is very important this is very important these are non-taxable assets being passed down to your family minus court. This is very important. What Mickey Fax is doing here is dope. I appreciate you, bro. Like I'm I'm gonna tune in after they kick me off because they gotta kick me off because I'm gonna talk to you for a little nah, bit. Nah, that's good. You need to start your own show and let's have a conversation. Yeah, man. Caliber, man, this, right. this this right here, this segment, whole segment has been fire, man. I just been listening. 
I, yeah. yo, I definitely got to hear that financial literacy. Uh, yeah, we want to we want to remove GoFundMe from the people store process and make them get into the life insurance. You know what I'm saying? Thank I don't, you. I don't want to. I don't want to have our people embarrassing themselves by having to do GoFundMe when you can do a life insurance, pay twenty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars a month, and then Thank when you. you pass away, your family is left with two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand mm -hmm. of untaxable money. That's Thank generational wealth. And, okay, and what's the process since since, since you hear Cal? What is the process of getting for the people that don't know? What is the process of getting into life life insurance, etc.? You literally like there are individuals who engage in cold calls. Like, mind you, I know everybody gets calls and everything like that. Like, we have the number, some numbers saved as scam likely and things like that. Like, you can literally go online and look up life insurance policies. If you are a registered voter in your area, insurance companies will naturally inherit your information, period, period. That's that's all it takes. You get certain calls and things like that. You just need to search and make sure that the companies that are calling you, you can cross reference the companies, especially that you search up and the companies that are calling you like you can cross reference that information and then you can go from there. A lot of these companies will come to your house, mm, mm. period, and ask you if they can help you, which, again, is something that's like this is 21st century stuff that we're dealing with. Like they will literally come to your house and ask you, Polo, can I help you with this, that and the third? We saw that you looked this up. You're a voter in this area code da, 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 da. be humble, be honest, but also possess discernment when it comes down to it. Because you don't have to take a deal just because somebody comes to your house. Listen right. to what these people are telling you and then search it in your own time. Because at the end of the day, the deal is yours. And the future is your descendants. Make sure that these visions that you have of your children and how they're moving forward and what the world is going to look like in the future align, period. Because it's always like people are always going to make money off you. If you like it or not, you just have to make sure that your family is benefiting from it, bro. That's it. That's it. Make sure that you do the proper research. Make sure that you vet the people that come into your house and make sure that you make the best decision possible for your family. Realistically, that's it. That's all I'm going to tell you, all because that's all I can give you. Yeah, I was fine. All right, yo. This guy's this guy's intelligent, man. He needs to start his own page and I would gladly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, do an interview with you, brother, if you start your own page. Because, you know, you take a lot of notes down. Look like you got yeah, a lot my, more to say. My shit froze. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you good. Yeah, you good, Polo. You good. Okay, I'm, I'm Black Compass. I'm Black Compass, Mickey. I'm, yeah. I'm Black Compass, bro. I'm I'm here. I'm second generation, bro. That's, <laughs> That's family. Salute, <laughs> Caliber. Thank you for that. Yo, we gonna, I'm going to set something up again where we just have like a financial. Yeah, we got to have a. We yeah, got we, we gotta, gotta, we gotta have one of these episodes because it's very important for black men. If if, if anybody young, anybody period, it's, it's very yeah. important to be aware of this stuff. And it's the information that we not we they don't they don't give to us. It take people who that's that's involved and in, in making moves to to really give give the game to to people. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely got to sit down and do this again. Okay. I would love to. I would love to. Thank y'all. Y'all be safe. Thank you, Mickey, for sliding through, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, Mickey, you got anything you want to shout out before we you know we get been here for a while? We you got anything you want to shout out? I'm gonna give you the solo screen, go crazy. 
Uh, yeah, man. You know, thanks for everybody for for tuning in. You know, my 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 opinions are my own, and I know sometimes they may be extreme. And I'm always down for 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 honest and 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 and, and poignant dialogue and discourse. You know, hopefully next time I come up here, it will be dope to just kind of debate with other people like we just did with Kayla uh, Caliber. You know, I thought that was a pretty good debate. I don't know if I stumped him or not, but it looked like he respected where I came from and vice versa. Um, if you guys uh, do have streaming platforms, make sure you go pick up Walk Collages, which is out right now, as well as my project Hugh, which is about my son. It's about black fatherhood is the first project of his kind of a of someone, you know, writing a love letter to his son. Um, I got Bun B on there. I got Tony Williams, who's Kanye West's cousin on there. Uh, Bega, Sharif Keys, uh, you know, whole bevy of uh, different things. And um, yeah, man, uh, just follow me on all social media platforms. Uh, the B dot battle probably happen later this year, maybe next year. And look out for my financial uh, literacy. Um, it's called the dinner table because we talk about things that we didn't learn at our dinner table at mm -hmm. this particular project. When you think about the dinner table, we talked about Jordan, we talked about the Cosby show, we probably talked about what was going on on the block, but other cultures were talking about the stock market, real estate, investing, and life insurance and things of that nature. So I wanna be able to give back to my people with this project called The Dinner Table. And God willing, the first single will be called Black Wealth featuring Black Thought, Rick Ross, Ooh. and Jasmine Sullivan. Damn, yo, listen, man, hold on, let me get you. When, when you come out, I gotta hear this. Like, I gotta, we gotta, we gotta do an album listening. We gotta do something, man, we gotta figure this out. <laughs> yeah, 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 we can oh. definitely make it happen. I, I can add you guys to the, to the, to the many- uh, uh, <laughs> We would love to be a part of the, the, the uh, promo for that album, man. That's yeah, what I mean. do that project. We love yeah, yeah. I, I got, I got one, one little last little somebody snuck in a donation for ten dollars. Can you drop some resources for stock tips, tips and options? Salute to you, Mickey. That's what oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I would have to go into my phone to to look at uh, the things that I'm looking at. But right now, I'm I have a penny stock called VISM. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, when I was when GameStop and AMC was up and down, I put a put stop on options on uh on amc that it would drop down and i made money when amc was going down i put like i think a hundred dollars on it i made like eight hundred dollars just for that amc stock dropping below twelve dollars uh so things like that you know uh, i can't really tell you right now if you dm yeah. me on uh any of my social platforms i can give you some stocks that i've been looking at and watching and uh we could take it from there brother absolutely Cool. Uh, so if you're listening, man, hit him. Hit please hit me up on Twitter, and we definitely gonna run. We gonna run this back. We gonna do something. Um, and uh, salute to you, Mickey, uh, again, man. Thank you for coming through. It's always good hearing knowledge Thank from you. Bro. I definitely yeah. consider you like one of Battle Rap's historians. So it's definitely it, this was definitely a great show. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. And you know, next time y'all gotta have more more historical questions of science. You gotta you gotta because this thing is a hard drive right here. It's a terrible. <laughs> you see how quickly I'm rambling that shit off when when Caliber came up. I was like, well, did you remember this? He was like, Oh, I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah, that was you kinda you kinda you kinda low key kinda fucked him up a little bit with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ain't never hear Caliber that quiet in my life. He didn't uh. Look at some of the episodes. He ain't never been that quiet.
Yeah, yeah. Now nah, I'm I'm good with this up here. I just have a great memory for that stuff. But yeah, man, I don't want to hold y'all too long. Thank you guys for having me. You know, I, I love Black Compass. Been supporting you guys since y'all left Angie Fan. So I appreciate y'all for having me up here, man. Thank anytime, you so much. Man, anytime, anytime. Let me know. All right? Yes, sir. Right. Yo, Driz, man. This this was a crazy one. I ain't gonna lie. This this was like, damn. Should I tell him when we got tomorrow? Should, I, should we let surprise him in the morning? Ah, we can let the cat. Yeah, nah, let's wait. Let's wait. No, nah, we let the cat out the bag, man. Tomorrow. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. Tomorrow. First off, tomorrow, y'all going to get the announcement on Wednesdays, verse for verse. You know what I'm saying? We got two top tiers. You know what I'm saying? But tomorrow, 6.30, we got Misfit right here. 6.30, we got Misfit. At 8 p.m., we got the legend, the street king. We got Doggy Diamonds up here tomorrow at 8 p.m., ah. We get we getting it popping. We getting it popping. Ah, that misfit and that doggy diamonds. I don't know, man. That's 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 yeah. cool. Shit. Double header for niggas tomorrow, man. Shout out to Tony Bro, Posey, and Cola. We getting it popping, man. Yo, yo, listen, man. Thank you everybody for pulling up to the bar city. You know what I mean? This, this, this is just gonna be like this is the, the theme of this episode. this show is just historian, just knowledge, just battle rap knowledge, just shit we you don't never get on a day-to-day. I mean, so we'll be back again tomorrow, 630 uh, with Misfit. And then we're going to be back again with Doggy Diamonds. I don't know if we're going to do the radio show tomorrow, probably Thursday, to be honest, because that's a lot of interviews back to back. But uh, just follow the Twitter, man. We'll be here, man. Salute to everybody, man. Top five Black Compass Media. Let's get it. (laughs)